This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. live on joy 94.9 saturday afternoon from noon via the live stream at joy.org.au forward slash listen live or tune your wireless in melbourne to 94.9 fm past midday here on Joy 94.9 and you're listening to Techno Gaze where we gaze into the world of consumer electronics, gadgets and technology, the internet, stuff that you carry around in your pockets, things, things that thing. go bing, bing. <laughs> things that go bing. I'm Raina uh, and I'm here a lot and uh, joining <laughs> joining us today as always is the lovely Mark, hello. Hello. The lovely Miss Donna is back. Hello. And a very, very special guest today. Mm. Uh, who could it be? Have a uh, guess. Uh, who, who is it, Mark? The gayest geek of Melbourne. Oh, not Dina Curie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Dina Curie. <laughs> That's the giggle that everyone would be familiar with. It's Adam Richard. Hello, Hi, Adam. How's it going? How's how's things on the, your Saturday morning? Oh, glamorous! It's so shi- sunshiny. I hope lovely. everyone's outside listening to this in a headphone. This it is sprummer. Spr- what sprummer? <laughs> it's like spring, but it's properly summer, I uh, guess. Uh, oh, this I, is I, British I, summer. I know. I'm a member of the Royal. I'm a friend of the Royal Botanic Gardens, and I got a newsletter in recent past, and it said that actually we don't have proper spring in Melbourne. We have sprinter and sprummer. Sprinter and sprummer. The end of Winter is very spring-like and the start of summer is a bit spring-like and we have sprinter and sprummer. I thought that was hilarious. So Why? It's a very sprummerish. Is that just because they didn't sprummer-ish. want to print a fourth leaflet for the year? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't read the whole article. It was just this picture which intrigued me and sprinter and sprummer. Sprinter. Sprinter and sprummer. So they're saying yeah. it goes from 10 degrees to 24. Yeah, and yeah. it does that. It does. Usually around my birthday in August. <laughs> you know, I was, I was in New Zealand a couple of weeks ago and they were like, oh, you know, blah, 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 the weather. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be 20 when I get back. They're like, oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> 20. Fan myself. Oh, 20. <laughs> so warm today, darling. No, no, no. Like a kiwi. Oh. Mm, my kiwi oh, it's a bit warm, terrible. eh, bro? I don't know. <laughs> hey, bro. It's cuz. Right. Now, of course, we are here to talk technology rather oh, than yeah. the weather. It is a bit of a, a Melbourne sort of... Uh, it's an obsession. ...pastime. <laughs> I just went to Sydney. No one cares about the weather. Well, it's either that or football. Yeah. Well, it's all mm. the same all the time. I know. It's really nice. Sorry. Wait, wait. Te- technology, Raina. Technology, yes. Um, waterproof technology. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's what you need in Melbourne. Waterproof technology. <laughs> <laughs> waterproof portable technology. Certainly some of the stories we'll be talking about maybe are waterproof. And certainly unportable. Um, of course, there was a big announcement from Apple this week, wasn't there? Speaking of, yes, uh, water resistantness. Well, which, you'd certainly hope so. A watch played a, a very prominent part of that. Finally. The oh. Apple Watch. How is deep out. can you go with the Apple Watch? Oh, I, I don't know if you'd be able to take it underwater necessarily, but it's at least resistant to is, a lot of things. Is the phone resistant? Um, it's just the watch. stronger. It's <laughs> the, the 
we've got ionised glass. Oh my goodness. But we'll talk about that later on in the show. Outstanding. We are also going to talk about the latest in creepy hacks. Ooh, so Mm. maybe if you have a Gmail password or if you have a Gmail account, maybe your password is out and about. Mm. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Silk Road and the Pirate Bay, both of which are turning up in the news. Yep. And uh, quite a few other things. We do have an extended show today as well. Yes, it's a bit of a bumper-sized, a plus-sized. I'm right here. Ample. (laughs) (laughs) Extra padding. Because, um, yeah, we, we'll be taking you through to uh, Fender Bender, which is the uh, uh, t- uh, Joy's car show. Um, and they'll be uh, picking up from us at about one thirty. So you've got us for an extra half hour today. That's right. And uh, we're going to miss Pete a little bit, I suppose, but hmm. that's all right. Pete, um, yeah, couldn't make it in today, unfortunately. Yeah. Bummer. Oh, that's the... Um, that's the, the end of the drum pretty beat noises. Has, has happened. Oh, your yeah. bed died. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Adam, as well, you've been uh, you've been thinking about comics and stuff as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about that yes, later. The digital comics. Wow, digital comics. Oh, no, look out! Excellent, and so plenty more of that to come along. So. We we um, talk and Saturday magazine just just before us talked a bit about the community TV concern, mm. as in yes. Malcolm Turnbull's announcement that it's no longer going to be. Uh, given a bit of the, the airwave spectrum. So. No, that's right. Just put it all on that super fast internet that he's not going to give us. <laughs> mm. The irony. Thanks, old Tony. We're not getting it now? <laughs> right. Imagine. Now, if you are at all interested in getting in touch with us, then hopefully you know what to do, but we'll tell you anyway. You can jump on the phone, 1300 JOY 949 is the number to call. You can send us an SMS, 0427 JOY 949, or write an email on air at joy.org.au. All of those will come to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, or you Lovely. can tweet a rate at us. You can, you can get amongst the Twitters. Um, you can get on Technogaze, T-E-C-H-N-O-G-A-Z-E, yep. on Twitter. Uh, or you can look us up on Facey as well. Who, who loves us on face. Facebook? The no, book. no new likes. <laughs> no week. new likes. Very disappointed. Come, Come on. on. Oh, <laughs> Facey's book. No one likes it. <laughs> oh, that's where we're going wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm getting spelling o- it wrong. I'm getting off that website. Dot com. <laughs> Shall we get on to some of the... Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> With oh. the quickness. Crime and punishment. Yes. <laughs> the title um, of this segment. People are in trouble. We will Silk talk about Road. Them. Silk Road. Yeah, so, we've talked a little about Silk Road before, haven't we? Yes, we have. Now, uh, you're not talking about that thing in China and Russia and... No. Or that no. restaurant in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, there's a restaurant. <laughs> or that hippy-dippy crystal shop in Hobart. <laughs> There's, There's a hippy dippy crystal shop. Called the Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was as shocked as you were. Wait, what do they sell? <laughs> Donna and I may start speaking like in the same voice. <laughs> We've known each other since we were teenagers. <laughs> I was told Last that I, Thursday. I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was told the way to uh, control you two is to act like a teacher. <laughs> Does that work? Well, what we, what we will do is what we did at school. We just claim we have important SRC business to do and then go to an op shop. We do. We do have a mission that we still haven't gotten around to yeah. because we've seen other birds. Anyway. Well, you two behave. Okay. Mm. Yes, yes miss. Still grow. <laughs> Silk Road. So, <laughs> Silk Road is or was a, uh, a naughty marketplace where you mm. could jump on tour, which is, you know, that, that sort of well-secured darknet sort of thing where mm. everything's sort of anonymous. It's supposed to be anonymous. Mm. So, it's basically somewhere you can go to buy stuff you don't want other people to know you're buying. Well, you might not be able to pick them up on, on Chapel Street, put it that way. Right. So, it might be... Um, Perhaps I don't Smith know. Street 
is a better bet. <laughs> Maybe so, not even. So, it's so what are we talking? Elephant tusk earrings and stuff like that. Yeah, illegal ivory and possibly, uh, possibly things that you wouldn't you wouldn't use legally. So um, right. there's a bit of that going on. Probably some you know people can do activities for you. So it's actually pretty creepy. Right. Um, now that of course got uh, got shut down and seized by the FBI some months ago, which we reported on, and the FBI has finally uh, revealed how they legally without having to do any dodgy business, pinpointed the server and unmasked the mm. dude in charge. Yes. The dude in charge who went by the name of Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> what what a bad boy. <laughs> Was he 13? Uh, well, there's a picture of him on, on Wired magazine. And I'm just showing it around to everybody That's in the Robert studio Pattinson. now. Robert <laughs> <laughs> I like his hair. He's not as pretty as Wesley, though, who's the real Dread Pirate Roberts. Right. Um, no, he's a sweet-looking boy anyway. Um, but here's, here's the thing. So it turns out that the FBI uncovered this server because this guy had been doing all of these wonderful things to try and keep it secure, but he'd stuffed it a couple of times and actually leaked out the uh, the normal IP address. Mm-hmm. So he screwed up the um, the capture mechanism that's on the, on the login page for... Yeah, um, so capture is that thing where you type in those characters to prove that you're not mm, a robot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it, it, it revealed the IP address, the real IP address of the server that was uh, serving out right. Silk Road. So on Tor, if you're using the Tor network, you know, anything that sort of identifies you is pretty much anonymous. But if you are on the open and free internet, then you can pretty much track down, you know, at least, you know, where someone's from and get a bit more information. And when, you, when you're the FBI, I suppose you can say, hey, this address, does it belong to some guy that uses, you know, Comcast or whatever? And yeah. Track him down that way. Duh. So why, why didn't he do what I do when people uh, get cease and desist letters <laughs> and go, oh, I don't have a password on my router. Someone must be in it. Someone <laughs> must be in it. Someone oh. else. It was someone else's One of fault. my neighbours. <laughs> How often do you get cease and desist letters? I don't, but okay. friends of mine do. I was just, well, I was personalising a story about someone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but his, his the secret of radio, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Shh, don't give all the secrets Sorry. away. But here's, here's the thing, right? Like if it was like mm, stop downloading, uh, stop downloading episodes of you know Next Top Model or whatever. That's illegally. exactly the one, right? <laughs> so, okay, but this guy was actually you know like he was going around threatening people because oh, they were threatening yeah. his devious drug empire. Like don't it's a little bit more than a letter that people. says don't. So is this effectively the classic? reason most exploits happen because there was actually a wide open door. Like, he was caught because he, he was just it. doing the wrong thing. He just he was messed sloppy. it up. He, yeah. There are a couple of things that he did as well. Like, he jumped on Reddit and said a bunch of stuff and then he was like, oh, wait a minute, and, you know, uncovered a, a bit of extra info that way. But, yeah. Now, the reason why this is interesting is because, you know, everyone was like, oh, the Silk Road, oh, to- maybe the NSA have a backdoor, whoa, and it's, no. No. Well, the, no, the, it's left, he left the window open. But there was a... Sus- <laughs> there was a sus- <laughs> That's true. There there was a suspicion that they used some uh, a, a pen. What is it called? Pen um, reading technique or something of, 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 of actually uh, monitoring his internet connection, his Comcast internet connection. Right. Uh, and they haven't actually denied doing that, but they're saying that the evidence that they got from doing that well, isn't actually part of. That's right. Don't deny our nefarious methods. Mm. Yeah. Look, this isn't the only thing, but that would be the sort of thing where it's like, mm, we've got this IP address, so maybe we can start, you know, um, doing a. I think it's pen trace or pen, yeah, like yep. a pen register as well. Like I think we've we, we've got this now. We'll just check it out and see if he talks about drugs a lot. So is it like how does that work in with the rules about you know America have really strict rules about doing wiretaps and things like that like 
Right. They, they don't apply to foreigners. Right. <laughs> for one thing. Now, he's, he's a citizen, so... Um, but that, that actually came into play with this court case as well, where uh, the um, uh, the servers that, that Silk Road were stored on were remote. They weren't on American soil. Right. So they could actually they, legally tap into those servers and obtain information about it with without any concern for the... Uh, privacy US. of their citizens. For sure. <laughs> yeah. The, the other thing that the, the defence was saying is that, uh, so they've got that fourth an- amendment that uh, is about searching and seizing things without having a really good idea. And mm. if, if they had, in fact, uh, done those sorts of things, then maybe they'd be in trouble. But nah, he just, he literally just left, left the window open and got a chalk <laughs> texture and wrote his address on the window as well. <laughs> <laughs> good work. With a big arrow. <laughs> bad dude looks here. <laughs> Indeed. Drugs are in here, guys. Come and have a look. I'm a bad dude. Now, Techno Gaze here on Joy 94.9, and there'll be more right after this. Techno Gaze. On Joy 94.9, it is Techno Gaze with Mark Michael. Uh, Mark, Michael's, Michael's away. Michael's. Mark, Rainer, Adam, and Donna. <laughs> Michael is away. Oh, he's I hope he's listening. I, I, I suspect he would be. I hope he is. Um, on the interwebs. Yes. Right, on the international internet. Now, you can actually listen to us any time you like on the internet. You can listen to us live at joy.org.au slash listen live and follow the exciting instructions to get an app or listen to something on your website or whatever. And many, many, many ways. Mm, and podcasts. Now, um, more in the crime and punishment yes. sort of thing. Um, hackers. Mm-hmm. Doing, the, doing the do. I reckon every week we hear about a new uh, password thing. Uh, on some, I think it was some Bitcoin forum or something that these were released. Is that, was I reading that correctly? Um, so uh, some Gmail passwords Gmail or Gmail passwords. accounts. So when you say some, you mean five million. <laughs> right, well, just a few. But that's the thing. There are so many Gmail accounts yes. that, that that is actually a handful by comparison. But, yeah. Yeah. but isn't the thing with this one, it's kind of like it's it's been big news and it's a considerable number, but most of them are actually really old and not necessarily up to date. Mm. And I think as well, they're not actually the, the passwords for the Gmail accounts, but they're passwords that might be commonly used with the Gmail email address. Right, because That's what do we keep telling you guys on this show? Don't use the same password everywhere. Yes, right? but what do people keep doing? Using, Using the, the same, same password, password everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> oh. I use the two-step verification yes, for the Gmail. Yes, I do too. Two-step authentication. Yeah, that one. And yeah, yeah, it's really cool. How does it work, Adam? Well, you type in your email and then they SMS you a six-digit number that you then have to type in. But if, like me, you're with a... Um, a phone service provider that's not really quick off the mark with the text message, you can sometimes end up with 16 different, <laughs> different verification yes. numbers. Now the, or if you're like me and your phone is somewhere on the other side of the house and you'd forgotten that, and then you have to go, oh, damn. Oh, or getting if, up off your bum. If you're like me and your phone is surgically <laughs> attached to your, to your arm, you, you can no actually... Problem. No, you actually have an app as well, so you can just generate oh. the code so that you don't have to wait for the text to come in. Because oh, I'm with I a certain dongle that. things you can put on your key rings that have been yeah, doing that for years. but it's right in your phone, so, you know, tough if you lose it. Mm. But you can... Anyway, You can right. have a backup phone, you can have a whole bunch of different things. But yeah, I, I, so I changed my password when I saw the leak, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it anyway, because it's been... I think it's been like three years that I've had the same one, which is probably bad. And then yeah. I forgot that being an Android user, it was going to turn my entire phone off. <laughs> oh, 
are. Oh no. Now there are a couple of different, um, a couple of different websites that you can use to check if you're exposed. Um, not all of them are necessarily. Uh, I don't know where they all come from. Rather than checking if you're exposed, isn't it easy to just change your password? Well, you should change your password anyway. But it's kind of good to know if you were exposed because if you were, it, chances are very good that some dodgy um, Russian hackers on some forum oh. are now trying that password with things that you haven't changed on a website. So, so they could be in my YouTube. They could Good be all over them. your YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the other thing about two-factor authentication and why it's so important is it kind of fits into this old, old-school kind of model of security and that you should have basically three things to identify yourself. And yeah. it's something you have, something you know, and something you are. And, and something you... you <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something you know has been a password and that's all we've been using for a yeah. long time. But some, we're, we're bringing in um, two-factor authentication if you're using something like a phone. Something brings you have. in the something you mm. have. I don't know about the something you are bit. Probably username, right? So username is something you oh, are. I thought that was yeah. to do with like your mother's maiden name and things like that. You know, that <laughs> you know, or, those... You are, your you are your mother's name. maiden name. Yeah. Is that what <laughs> Which they can get from your Wikipedia if you. You know, if if you're exactly if you're <laughs> well, if you're one of those people who has your mother's maiden name as your actual surname, <laughs> it's a bit just a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, and or your mum does have her own surname. <laughs> Imagine. That, that particular issue was what caused the Apple uh, celebrity leak. Oh, the well, iCloud leak. Such information is quite easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? On, on Wikipedia. Like, celebrity for those of us who have Wikipedia pages. Yeah. Possibly. Do you have one? I do. I don't, I don't know that there's much on it. <laughs> or your got personal. One too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do my own, like some celebrities I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go and do my own now. <laughs> no, let's do each other's. Cause, you know, yeah, that's better. Then it won't get deleted. No, no, let's all hack Dean Curies. Come on. <laughs> Aww. Poor Dean. Hello, Dean, if you're listening. Um, what are we talking about? We're talking about how celebrities, right. like their mother's maiden names, are found oh, out from the thing. Wikipedia like Sarah, page. It's a bird. Sarah Palin, you know, her email got hacked like shortly before or after her big bid for mm-hmm. uh, the presidency of the United States, or the vice presidency rather, and um, and people were doing all that sort of thing because her, her passwords were things like, what city were you born in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, where she can see Russia from her house. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think the other one was like, what's your birth date? I mean, that's just really silly. Yeah. I was setting up, so I, I finally did my tax this week and I was setting up my thing on, you know, the MyGov, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, under duress, I might point out. And it's, it's really, it's not user-friendly, that MyGov website. Oh, it's pretty weird. It's like, but your email has to be in this format. I'm like, my email is in that format. <laughs> oh, for God. <laughs> But it was all like, you know, oh, here are some questions. Like, What's the first concert you went to? I'm like, I'd be surprised if I could remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I think How the crazy. thing is you just make it up and then hope you remember it the next time. <laughs> right. Yes. And that's, that's a real challenge, isn't it? Like yeah. if you're trying to keep yourself from the actual facts to actually make up facts instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which fact do I have to remember this time around? Like, I know. Passwords are annoying. Secret questions are annoying. Secret questions are annoying. But yes, do check out if your account has been hacked. Yes. Now, there are a couple of ways that you can do that. Um, one of my favourites, uh, it used to be called Should I Change My Password? Mm. And oh, yes. Dot .com, isn't it? I think it's a website, right? Right. But it's changed its name. Um, and it's actually, it's it's built right here in Melbourne. So, um, I'm a bit of a fan of it. It's called Breach Alarm now. And Breach Alarm. Breach Alarm. <laughs> Sounds like something yeah, that goes off in my problem. trousers. Exactly. I was going to say... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I just had this look between them, which was really disturbing. 
Do the teacher thing, Mark. Stop it. Uh, you two in the corner, not together, separate corners. Right. Oh, we've broken Donna. <laughs> right. No, she's, no. Had a, um, she's had a breach a lot. Gee whiz. Breachalarm.com, children. No, seriously, she's going to have a breach alarm. We might need to get her a spare pair of pants. <laughs> spare pair of breaches. Be alert, not alarmed. Our password's very serious. Oh, my God. Breachalarm.com. So you can go there. Uh, you can go to isleaked.com. Um, and there, there's have I been pwned, P-W-N-E-D.com. Um, all of those are places to go. You know, one of the things I really like about isleaked is that you can put in half your email address. Like, you can just sort of put in, you know. The first bit or the, the last bit. The first bit or the last bit. And just yeah. gmail them. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. You can you can leave out some letters so that you right. aren't actually putting your whole email in, and it will tell you whether or not it's it's up in the list. So ah. um, that's a good thing to do. There are lots of services that can tell you about that, but really, again, um, I stop, do worry that stop using your same password I everywhere. Know. I do worry that using one of those services, if you're not using one that's reputable, right, you would be going, oh, have I been leaked? What's my password? I'll just type my password. In. So there's a couple of, and then you're giving it to there? them. Like one, there's one password. Yeah, yeah. Which there's is a, a service that you can use, and and then there's right. also you know, if you're like super kind of security conscious, you can even get little devices, which mean you plug that into your computer and that will share your, do your password and, you know, but most, the problem with this stuff is most people are not aware and don't care. No, they, they seriously don't care. And the, the closer we get to a, a fabulous future where, you know, it can be something you have or something you are or whatever, like, so for example, we're going to talk about Apple later, but one of the things that is exciting about uh, one of their new systems is that you use your thumbprint because that's something you have mm-hmm. and I guess proves that you are who you say you are as well. Stuff like that. Like, it's literally going to take something like that for people to decide that that is easier than remembering 50 passwords or using a software helper, like 1Password or KeyPass or whatever. LastPass. Or a notebook. I saw an ad. Someone was posting it around. Like, it was it was one of those, you know... A physical notebook. It was a physical notebook, and it was, it was in one of those, you know, like you get them in the TV guide, you know, it's like send away for this amazing device in your house, like back scratches and yeah. all that stuff, and it was a password notebook. Like, just write them down. Yeah, just write them down. Just just write them down and put it on your bookshelf. And it's like, look, it doesn't have password notebook written on it, so no one will know. <laughs> Four ninety five plus a dollar postage and handling or whatever. It was amazing. But that's, that's a simple a solution market. to a big problem. There's right, a market for that because it just isn't easy. But if someone breaks into your house, they can then break into your bank account. Yeah, but who does this that these days? Right? I don't. Like, People break into your house, they just want to take something and go. Yeah. Hopefully not a book. That's just an inanimate object. Right, right. Mm. You know. Jeez. We're getting on in time. Should we, we sure are. take a quick break? Yes, you are on Techno quick Gaze breather. and there's going to be more after this. Techno Gaze. Gay Radio online all the time. Joy 94.9. Hey, it's 29 minutes past midday here on Joy 94.9, and it's a bumper-sized techno gaze. Yep. It sure is. A whole extra half hour. And an extra couple of guests as well. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes. So the lovely Donna is back to join us again. Hello, hello. And Adam Richard. TV's Hi. Adam Richard. TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was on once or twice. Oh, a couple of times. <laughs> Speaking um, of the TV, though, mm. uh, you kind of started your TV... Um, is career the right word? Yeah. You started your TV career in community TV. I did on Channel 31, RMI TV. 
Hey, awesome. So that started as a as an RMIT thing, did it? Uh, oh, there were a bunch of different um, community... Like, there were a lot of different community TV groups. Right. But, yeah, RMIT TV were yeah. the only ones doing live television. And I mean, it's over at SYN or an RMIT yes. thing mm. as well. Yes. Mm. And our, uh, our program director at the time at RMIT TV is now the head of technology for... Southern Cross Austereo. No, right. that's cool. I know. So there's, yeah, there are heaps of people who went on to job like Rove. He was the host of the show I was on. He was, wasn't he? Yeah. He was on um, in Perth as well. Yeah. Were you in Perth? No, no, no I was in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Melbourne. So, but he was doing some stuff in Perth as well. He's, he's originally from Perth. Yeah. I think Merrick and Rosso really. were... There are, every, everyone was on. Like we all... Everyone who's everyone has been on Community all Songs. We had, had a crack at it. <laughs> Well, who wouldn't? I mean, it's such a great way to get to know broadcasting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. goodness but knows, I'm really enjoying both it. Both behind here. the scenes and, and on TV. And the fact that it's been uh, that Malcolm Turnbull has gone, oh, yeah, we don't need it anymore. Is Just put it on the internet. Well, I, yes, the internet's fine, which means you can make unlimited programming. Because the one, one of your big problems with something like community television is that you've only got 24 hours in a day mm. and each community group gets maybe an hour. Which is right. a similar like thing that. to community radio, right? Yeah. Like we've only got a certain amount of time in the yeah. day to broadcast. We can't yes. extend the day, so hey. And, and to actually have a, a license means that you need to have Content. these things built in. Like yeah. you yeah. can't just sort of go to stuff that we're not going to talk about the gay peoples anymore. <laughs> but like, but <laughs> one, of the problems, <laughs> one of the problems with the internet is that you'll end up having some community groups who will just create endless reams of content yes. and others that won't make anything because they'll be like, oh, well, no one's going to see it. It's on the internet. Right. Or, you know, they might try, but they're not necessarily going to have the, the skills and the resources and stuff like that yeah. to do it. Because when you sort of, when you go, oh, do it on the internet, you don't have, you know, I mean, I guess if, if that, if he gets his way, right, hmm. um, you're still going to have like Channel 31's stuff. Mm. So you could presumably sort of see that emerging into a thing where it's like go to Channel 31 and borrow their bits and pieces. But, you know, after a while, that's just going to become a thing where you, you'd better have a backyard and the, the wherewithal to do it or, you know, be stuffed. Yeah, exactly. Basically. I've, well, I've been thinking about this whole thing with community radio, right? So we do community radio here mm-hmm. on Joy. What? And, yeah, apparently <laughs> we're broadcasting to the what? the air. People are listening to us. Uh, yeah, hopefully. At least seven. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> and Dean. <laughs> He's listening to the podcast because he heard his name was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> but so what is the purpose? Like the, the thing about coming in to do community radio is you've actually got a broadcast mechanism. You've yes. got the air to push it out to as opposed to the internet where anyone can chuck a, a video up on YouTube, right? So it's, yeah. product differentiation isn't so great on the internet versus what we can do. And everyone comes to joy at least, and I'm sure it's the same with other community broadcasters, um, with a purpose, with that right. purpose of, you know, we've got 250, 300 volunteers here that, that yeah. all are here. Because of that, it boils down to that, that ability to broadcast. Yes. Mm. And, and the thing is, not all of us are even on air. Like, some people are here to do stuff like producing and all the rest of it, too. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's going to be the, the biggest problem is that it's, for a long time, community TV has been a uh, training ground for people. Yes. Like, camera people, lighting people, sound people, like it's been oh. where people learn, like you can make mistakes Even the other stuff like booking <laughs> booking ads, you know, booking yeah. sponsorship, all those sorts of things that are, are massive, you know, and so many people from Joy getting go on to... to the industry as well like getting yeah. connected with other other producers, other, you know, uh, the people who are PR people or, or whoever that's all a very important part of putting on any broadcast. It's I, a really I important part of the 
the pipeline for Australia's whole cultural and news industry, right? Yeah. Community radio, community TV, even even student theatre. Mm-hmm. These places are where people begin begin to hone their skills, begin to figure out what they're good at, understand whether to be in front or in you know on the stage or behind the scenes or you know in front of the camera or behind the camera. There's so much um, right. learning that goes on and. In a way, we kind of get that training into our into our world, into our culture, into our industry for free. You know, yeah. Because they're not having to go to a formal school to learn that. They're learning it in this community oh, that's right. setting. And the thing is, like, you can do all that with the internet. You know, there are plenty of people who you can still do that, but it's just not it's not treated the same. Like, if you're going to treat broadcasting like a second class season and go, just do it yourselves on the internet, why? It's not exactly the same as... Well, you don't have the, like, you know, one of, one of the things was when we were doing The Loft on Channel 31, we were at the time one of the only live TV shows on because mm. a lot of, you know, a lot of the networks had gone away from live television yep. and it was all pre-recorded. So... You know, then all of a sudden, it, you know, the, the project is live every night and there's heaps of live TV. So it became, you know, all the skills that you we had built up that suddenly were necessary. Yes. So a whole lot of people had to suddenly, you know, a, a lot of people weren't able to work on live TV because there, there was they not someone was doing it. Yeah. yeah. And that's, yep. that's a magical thing about broadcast, right, is to mm. be able to do it live yeah. and know that your your message is getting out there immediately, your, your content. And I think there's another element to broadcast, which is the rigour. I mean, we have yeah. – uh, for, for radio, we have to um, – you know, obey certain rules, mm. and I sp- and then TV is the same, which yes. wouldn't be the case if you know I was producing a YouTube channel. There is no, no sort of rules there. Well, there are some, but they don't apply in quite the same way. Mm. Well, there's very few rules about YouTube, pretty much. It's like don't show too many bits, <laughs> and and don't don't be particularly gross. And, and if you want to show bits and be gross, there's other places on the internet yeah. to do that too, right? right? Exactly. But there's, I mean, look, there's there's a lot of lovely things to be said about YouTube. I'm not going to bag YouTube producers, and there are a lot of people who have done some amazing things with their careers, starting with YouTube. Mm, absolutely. And they've moved on to television, mm. or they've moved, like it's just another way. But to 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 cut off one of those possible avenues. By by choking the life out of broadcast media is mm. is a pretty crappy thing, Malcolm Turnbull. Yep, who I'm sure isn't listening. There was a comment someone made. You know, we can't have community TV, but we can have four shopping channels. Oh, uh, and this that's and the other this, thing they want it. They want to take this bandwidth. They'll that's sell it being to a used. shopping channel. Of course they will. It's it'll crap. be a highest bidder shopping channel. It's, I know it's it's ridiculous. Although psychic television late at night on the weekend is very funny. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I do love a bit of entertainment, but geez, I'd love some variety on that show. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm getting a sense of great stress in your life. <laughs> I watched it the other week, and there was um that had some technical difficulties. Things had gone a bit wrong, mm. and the host is like, "Don't you just love live television? It's just you know anything can happen." I'm like, "There's four psychics there. Someone should have known it was going to turn up." <laughs> Why do they never know? <laughs> they never seem to know. <laughs> They're just yeah. not tuned into that psychic channel. Yeah. Actually, speaking speaking of that as an avenue, I believe you'll find our, our Michael Dalton got a bit of a uh, a bit of a run on uh, shopping channels. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. You can see it on his showreel. Enjoy and fame. I tell you what, he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Does he sell jewellery? It looks amazing on the hand. Oh, as opposed to the bench. Cubic is the best. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
broadcast anyway. So so mm. Malcolm Turnbull's been talking about doing that. Um, it, it's it's kind of not cool, I would say. But it also, it's, not it's, it's not like he's providing... Like, are the government going to be providing the bandwidth? <gasps> no. Or the community What, groups? an NBN? No. Or, you know, subsidies? Because bandwidth is not, at the moment, cheap. Mm. <laughs> Like if you if you start spamming the internet with all of your malarkey, right? Well, I love that there's some one of the internet service provider companies has got an ad going around at the moment that Australian internet is slower than Romania. It's wow. true. You know the other thing that was a bit cheeky about old Turnbull. He so he made that announcement earlier in the week uh, on the tenth, I think it was, um, but he didn't actually get around to telling anybody involved in community TV at all. Well, no. he was assuming they were watching. No, I suppose so. <laughs> Someone just dropped him a transcript. So, th- Sorry, this is Richard McClellan from the uh, Community Television Alliance. Yes. Um, heard about it the next day because it's like, oh, hey, mate, have you seen this speech? It's like, <laughs> no? <laughs> what the hell? So, you know, I... Uh. Mm. Ma- Malcolm horrible. Turnbull is. I, I do like how bitchy he is because, <laughs> like, apparently he um in uh, on the speech that he's got on his website, the transcript he says, uh, you know, that some community television groups have said that they're going to need time to adjust to this platform, this new platform, and he said it's not new. The internet's been there for a while. <laughs> oh, settle down. I think yes. what they meant was it's new for them. It's, it's a new bit, for them. It's a bit disingenuous for him to say that, though, because he, he should understand the industry, right? So he should understand that we're not... Like, we are here at Joy, we're pretty prominent on the internet, aren't we? So mm. we are. But it's a Turnbull totally should understand the industry. Like, the treasurer should understand that poor people, you know, <laughs> have cars, cars, right? So, yeah, this... Yeah. Yeah. I think the... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's he should, endemic. right, Mark? He should understand... <laughs> I, th- I mean, essentially the thing is community television does not make any money for the government. In fact, it costs the money, so they want it gone. Mm. It's expensive for them. Right, but at the End same time, I mean, it's owned by the government. That's our spectrum. It is. We the people, but blah, blah. You know, we supposedly voted for these people, so it's our fault. We the bogans. <laughs> I, I still I still have not met anyone who will cop to voting for that government. <laughs> I know. But I know they must be Rainer, out there. Have you ventured south of the Yarra lately? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I, I would agree with you there. I'm, and I or am Have you gone all the, the way? Yarra. All the way down the Eastern Freeway. <laughs> <laughs> I, Why don't I you take me to a funky, a funky town? <laughs> Go for a wander around the world's biggest shopping centre. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I actually saw someone, you know, that secret app that you can post secrets without actually... With oh, being I love that honest. app. They, um, they actually said, I did vote Liberal. Oh. <gasps> and then it's like, who is this? Who is this friend of unmask mine? Unmask yourself. <laughs> I love how that everyone's like on secret. Oh yeah, don't don't you know? Don't unmask people. No, this is supposed to be anonymous. As soon as someone says, "I voted for so and so," show yourself. Anonymity. Quick, let's evil. hack him. Secret ballot, people. Secret ballot. <laughs> Special thing. Now, unless there is a bit of a uh, campaign on the offing, and I certainly hope that there will be. Um, it, Community TV has about 15 months left to go, so this yeah. uh, this spectrum is theirs to use till the end of 2015, and then after that... On the, the internet. On, and then, yeah, start firing up your high-speed... So do we massively crowdsource gazillions to buy the spectrum back mm. for community re- well, TV? Well, he... Turnbull has said that the spectrum will be used to test M- MPEG-4 compression for broadcast television so they can have... More high definition channels, so it'll more be shopping channels. It'll be a test 
can't, channel. Can't they do can't testing? It'll shopping be a channel. test pattern Kill channel. The shopping channels. <laughs> yeah. Just shopping channels make money. That's the reason they've got them there. They're they're cost neutral, so it, it they yeah, make yeah. like there's yeah. Maybe we should get into shopping sort of TV production making because it's terrible production values and they're very boring and repetitive. Yeah, because they're, 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 all they but care you, about is the shopping. We could do it so much better. Exactly. <laughs> Go on, do it. You're Get your leotards on. Start advertising <laughs> the Crunchmaster Nine Thousand. Right there, there's a selling point. Crunchmaster Nine Thousand. If, if you would like to see Mark in a leotard selling, <laughs> yes, selling the Crunchmaster Five Thousand. Send us an email on air at joy.org.au or send us a text oh four two seven joy nine four nine. Speaking of emails, we 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 got an email from John uh, Jim. Jim from Alfington. Jim from Alfington. Always. A, a fan of community broadcasting is Jim from Alfington. He <laughs> says, I'm listening to you. So that's Aww. that's one of our seven hey, listeners down. Jim. Hey, Jim. <laughs> Frequent awesome. correspondent to the old Technogaze inbox. Mm. Mm. You're listening to Technogaze here on Joy 94.9. And we'll sure. be uh, back with more Tech Talk in a few moments. Melbourne's most uplifting station, Joy 94.9. Certainly is. Seventeen minutes to one here on Melbourne's most uplifting radio station, Joy ninety four point nine. And my hands are up. Donna's hands are <laughs> up in the air Dance like she just don't care. About ceiling fans. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's Adam's hands are in fact where we can still see them. <laughs> Thank goodness. And uh, and Mark's Mark's hands are on the panel. Trying hey, to work this thing. Trying to drive this community broadcasting thing. Yep. Yeah, well geez, tough if uh, if Malcolm gets his way. Mm. Hey, Apple. Apple. We've put it off long enough, but yeah. apparently there was some big news from Apple this week. Yeah, yeah. They they went back to the uh, the old um Oh, Shiny toys. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've, they've made a pretty big uh, splash this time around. So they went back to the same auditorium that they've used for all the other major releases of products. For example, the Mac, mm. the iPod, I think was... Oh, no, the iMac was also released uh, in the same auditorium. Oh, I remember that. So that was a bit of a clue to tell us that this is going to be big as well. Right, but also I guess they need to fill that venue and it's quite large. I don't know. It I just, there's, there's only Anyway, it did look very exciting. It was Tim Cook's first big one with a brand new product all mm. of his own without the uh, shadow of old Steve. Mm. He's, he was beaming too, the, the sort of the look on his face. He did. He looks, he looks like a new mum. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right down to a bit of a little bit of uh, a bit of teary, you know, when when the new Apple Watch got released. God, he looked so mm. happy with himself and with everyone, so proud. One departure though, I noticed he didn't necessarily take over the entire announcement. So he let uh, John Evie, uh Evie? make. I've? E- I've sorry, I keep on getting that wrong. And it's Sir John to you anyway, gee yeah, whiz. I apologise, <laughs> Sir John. <laughs> And and it's interesting. I also notice how John Johnny doesn't actually get up on stage ever. Oh. No, he, he but does they, they filmed him in yes. some creepy white room with no walls. <laughs> Do you think he actually exists? Well, I wonder if maybe they keep him locked up because he's it's kind of like slave labour design. He's <laughs> not allowed to do anything else. Like he just his, has to be his genius will be poisoned by the terrible outside. Right, world. he right. might be polluted by. No, maybe he's things. just. I think maybe he's a construct in the Matrix. <laughs> actually, I think he might be right. He's the architect. Can I ask a question? Yes. Does anyone want the iWatch? No. Uh, I'm tempted. You're tempted. I would, tempted. I would like a watch when it is, you know, when the battery lasts three times longer and it's half as thick. I, because you know they'll do that. I is. had the, the Sony thing that they used to call a remote 
when they first brought it out, which was years ago. This is like a calculator watch like, with the IR thing. No, no, no. It was twenty, maybe twenty twelve. No, twenty eleven. Yeah, and it was uh, it was just a remote for your Android phone, and it would pop up with Gmail alerts and things. You and just you thought you were like. Them. You know, get smart or something. I did. Well, my phone was unfeasibly large at the time. But that, that would be a shoe. To get smart. <laughs> Didn't you have a, a funny watch as well? No, you think, I think you think you Dick Tracy. Oh, that oh, one. Dick Tracy had a funny watch. Yeah, and, and James Bond had a funny watch, but it just had was a garroting rope that one? in it. No, Madonna. Madonna wasn't Dick Tracy. <laughs> um, but the yeah, and it was annoying. Like oh, yeah. After about a week, a, a I had to recharge my my watch every day, oh. and then I was like, oh... I don't need my Gmail on my wrist. Mm. I'm just going to so go the without watch it. Thing, like, there was, there's so much hype and it's been coming, it's been coming, it's been coming and Apple are f- going to do a watch, going to do a watch. But like, there's been smartwatches for a while now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. O- open source kind of led the way with the Pebble and that was a sort of Kickstarter and then, you know, and, and uh, you know, there have been other ones around, but it just hasn't, There's you two know, on the Google grabbed my, um, my imagination. Mm. Is that because you're not healthy? I used to be such an Apple fan. Like I was, I was, you know. Yeah, you're obsessed. I was obsessed, but something, I don't know, maybe my discovery of the light in open source <laughs> just take, took it away. But somehow I don't have that same degree of passion. But then you look at a lot of the coverage around this announcement and people have been like, yeah, whoa, besotted. And, right. So okay. Th- so uh, as usual, what people are going on about with the watch, because everyone's like, no, oh, yeah, oh, Android, why? The thing that Apple does best, it's not that they're innovators. Everyone says, oh, yeah, Apple are innovators. It's never really been the case. No. The thing with Apple is that they take a thing that someone is doing and they just make it nice enough that people actually want to use it. <laughs> the Pebble is nice and it got things done, but it didn't set the world on fire. Mm. The Android ones have not set the world on fire. This one, everyone's suddenly lusting after. This mm. is kind of like and um, it's got a, knob on it, a like rerun a of the iPod. There had been MP3 players for nerds for ages, and then Apple came along with the iPod and changed the world. Mm, yes. So is, that, is this watch going to do that? So That's what they're hoping. Yeah, the, <laughs> the announcement, because I did watch the entire thing at 3 did you Did you manage to watch it? Because my boyfriend got up to watch mm. it, and he said, the, the website had crashed. Yeah, well, there was there was this <laughs> the annoying... Apple website was down, and, and there was there was a Chinese translator, which is great, but I don't speak any Chinese, yeah. so not. Oh so like, yeah, me. my boyfriend talks Chinese. One ear Chinese, that. another ear actual <laughs> feed, which was really annoying. But then it also stopped working uh, all the way through. But anyway, uh, Digital Crown was part of that, so mm. the, the little twisty thing on the side—it's actually yeah. a part of the interface. That's mm. kind of cool. Um, but they do try to differentiate themselves, like Raina was saying. It's not just a watch. It's They're trying to create it as a personal communications device. It actually makes... The Is it a heart rate monitor as well? Yes, it yeah. does that. Um, you can send your heart rate to your friend if you're in the middle of a conversation. You can say... That you're annoying my- me. Look. <laughs> no, no, but we talked about this the other day. Didn't we? It's like, Is this getting you hot, baby? Nope. No. <laughs> Here's the proof. <laughs> I've actually, my heart rate's dropped. Oh, I've stopped. Oh, no, oh, I'm God. still on my wrist. <laughs> right. So it's, it's, and it's about being able to sort of personally communicate with, with your friends, you know, just tap on, on, their, on their wrist and a certain tap might indicate you know, that you're ready for lunch or something like that. Like, without actually getting a text and having it buzz on the table somewhere, it actually just surreptitiously does it on your wrist. On your wrist. So, you know, you could be in the middle of a meeting and get a get a, a message from a loved one, um, 
you know, saying, you know, with coded as saying, you know, I love you or whatever, and no one else would know, and it'd be that's quite nice. That is you know? pretty cute. That's cute. That's what they. I think that's what they're trying to their 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 angle. They is. talked a lot about intimacy, didn't they? Like mm. they talk about the watch as being this thing that you. And I mean, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I never stopped wearing watches. I know everyone's like, oh, the mm. watch is dead. Oh, now the watch is back. No, <laughs> I've always had a watch. Yeah, me too. And it's like a watch is something that you carry around a lot, and and you take it very personally. And like choosing mm. a watch is really. And they're all like, yeah, this is a very personal thing, and you know, and even even the little crown is you know them trying to say, look, this is totally like your favorite watch. Yeah, my. My biggest issue with the whole Apple thing at the moment is that Apple seem to be saying, if you're not part of the Apple ecosystem, you can't talk to anyone else. Like You can't sit with us at lunch. Yeah, it's like, because I have this issue, it's, it's been an ongoing issue. Anyone with an iPhone who sends me a text, I don't get it. I get the third one or the fourth one, but mm. the first couple go into iMessage land and never turn up. Oh, right. Really? Because hmm. I mean, and if, if you've got been another, an ongoing issue. if you've got another like iDevice, Facebook, yeah, mm. they're gonna. It's it's actually that's really annoying, and I've I've always wanted that feature, not for myself because I'm still in the uh, in the old ecosystem there. But um, well, I'm I've half always, in. I've, I've always wanted iPad. a little thingy where you can actually set it on somebody's contact that says so and so doesn't want to be bothered on iMessage anymore. <laughs> like, stop trying. Yeah, but it, it, it's 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 not a thing you can change. No, like, you can send it as a text message, but you have to remember to do that. It's annoying. Well, no, apparently it's meant to fall over to SMS if it can't get through but the iMessage, it but it never that. works. Or, you know, it, develop, it, it sits in the iMessage inbox waiting for them to turn their iPhone back on. Yeah. Like a lost it, puppy. Please yeah. come home. And they may have changed over to something else. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> They're on a Windows now. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> No, but it's, yeah, they still sort of do that. I mean, and again, they did that with the original iPod. So the iPod was like, yeah, this is going to be amazing. Oh, a thousand songs. A thousand songs. Remember that, wasn't it? A thousand songs. A thousand songs in your pocket. Um, Oh, oh, you have Windows? Oh, tough. And then the next one, you know, they they started doing it then. So I guess they're going to try and use the Apple faithful as their pigs. The halo. The halo. In fact, yeah. And I got an email this week telling me that they've reduced the cost of the iCloud because they're shoving everything into it. Mm. Or is it because all those celebrities got hacked and they've decided it's devalued? Actually, wasn't one of the announcements that they were were actually putting the new iPhone out at a radically cheaper price? Um, No. They might have said that. It's like $1,000. Yeah, Yeah. the price points are very similar, but there is extra storage for the same price. And it is, of course, bigger. $199. So you could argue that for what you're getting, it is a cheaper price, but, you know. Don't forget the price that you hear in the US is not about the price of the handset. It's about the price of the contract and blah, blah, blah. So it's it's like, you know, Telstra, Optus, whoever going, oh, blah, 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 with this It's like lies. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you never money. pay for a phone. You just get signed up to a contract for a bazillion years. <laughs> right, exactly. Just keep paying us money every month forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that of course was the other big thing. It was uh, the announcement of the new phones which mm-hmm. of course are bigger. Mm-hmm. Huge. As so, in, so both the models that they are introducing are bigger. So there's yes. a 5.5 inch and a, f- um, oh, a massive one. one. Cool. Yeah, there's a the four point plus, something the and a plus. five point something, and, uh, and I'm right, they're both too big. I think so. I've I've had a bit of a fiddle with some phones of a similar size in the past by a certain other manufacturer, and um, I can't look. You can't just you know. You I mean yeah, you can text if you keep your keyboard at the bottom, but you literally can't reach with your thumb anymore to the top of the phone. Like mm. I, I don't know. Apple have solved that problem though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they they said it's still one handable. It's reachability is what it's called. Yeah. Right. And it's uh, a little um, uh, button that you... A way to press the, the home button. I can't remember. I think it was double tap it or something like that without actually pressing the button in. 
Uh, I, mm, something, I'm, something, something. That yeah, yeah. sounds like it will require digital dexterity. There's, uh, mm. you can. There are virtual home button apps you can get. Yeah. Because yeah. Because the, well, there's even the a setting in the iPhone that does that for yeah, you. Yeah. The buttons break frequently, yeah. so they've made it part of their software. Oh, it's actually part. Of, it's part of the accessibility thing yeah. in case you can't. But uh, let me tell you, I've got this amazing device that lets break. me use the whole screen. That's my other hand. Yep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So you can just not like, everyone's got one of those. I'm aware of Stopping that. Stop being so inclusive. For me, for me, I personally will find it okay. But anyway, like there are a lot of there are a lot of people, and this was you know the whole oh Android users going oh wow well that's amazing because I've had a big phone for ages and why why and it's like and again I don't know I think mm. uh, there's it, I have this hilarious thing can I show you that yes I've bought off I don't the, know uh, can you. Yeah, you can. Okay. It's radio. Can Perfect you show radio. Can we can well, we also I've talk about it. while while Adam gets this out of his bag? Oh, but here it is. There's a new feature as well called NFC that's going to be introduced. Is that the yes. pay thing? Yeah, that's, that's thing? the same yes. thing you've got in your in your credit card. You tap and go. Mm. Right, but with Apple, it's going to be a servicey sort of thing. So you're using your iTunes, uh, like your iCloud account or something, instead yeah. of actually exposing your card details. Which yeah. I think a lot of Americans are jumping up and down, going, "This is amazing!" Because they still think that the magnetic strip and a signature is like high tech business. Like Japan yeah. had this for like five, ten years or well, something. We've had it well, for we've had it for years. ages. Yeah, we've had it for ages. And it's been like it's been part of the Android system for some time. For a long time. time. Yeah. Mm. But like Japan's been having, you know, pay, you know, at a vending machine with your phone for, mm. you know, half a decade or more. I yeah, think. And, and you can do things like in London you can pay for things with your Oyster card and That's stuff like nifty. that. Well. Imagine if you could get more things for, with your Mikey than oh, a God. bum ride on a tram. Than it's miserable. A, do you know how hard it is to put money in your Mikey? Well, do you know how hard it is? to be able to pay things like, with how it? How long? <laughs> You have to wait for your Mikey to beep. <laughs> I know. Oh, standing there Wouldn't it be great if we could use our phone as a Mikey? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like, I've, I've got that many proximity cards in my wallet that... Um, they I, don't work. It's my, yeah. my, uh, this little gadget I'm, I was going to show you has mm. NFC in it. You tap it onto your phone and it connects. Right. Um, and it's designed for the ridiculous Sony Xperia, which is like the size of, you know, your head. Fablet. It's huge. <laughs> so they designed this thing so you can use it like a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. It's, 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 a, it's like, it's tiny. It's got a little it's clip. A, what does a clip hang on to? The clip you put on your clothes. Oh, okay. And then you can plug your headphones into it and talk into it. Oh, my the God. The thing that Adam is showing us is about the size of, I don't know, a cigarette lighter. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's like that scene in Zoolander where they pull out the tiny little phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly like that. So, yeah, it Bluetooths to your phone or NFCs to your phone and mm. then you use it like, like a phone because your phablet is too big. <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy another device so you can use your phone. <laughs> Four minutes to one here on Technogaze and we've got more fablet goodness. Extended very show soon. today. Yes, we're not going too far. No, so do stay tuned. Yeah, we're big like the new iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to a track as well in a few moments too. A very special oh. track to, oh no. to two of us in the studio. <laughs> but uh, we'll do that in a few moments. You're listening to Technogaze on Joy 94.9. Technogaze. It's two minutes past one here on Joy 94.9. That right there was Ray of Light mm. uh, by Madonna, which is a special song for uh, some of us here at Technogaze, particularly Donna and, uh, and Adam. Oh, yes. We used to live together back in the dim, dark 90s. <gasps> and uh, there was, there was when I think the first single from that album came out, which was Frozen. Frozen. We sat around uh, Donna's old 2CX Apple computer. Um, we had done something very, very naughty. Mm. We had downloaded no, over no, a modem. It was a stream. 
It was a, oh, a real player stream. It was a real player stream. <laughs> it was a real player stream and it took forever and we would listen to a little bit of it and then it would buffering, buffer buffering. and we'd have to go off and do something and come back and listen to another 10 seconds of the song. <laughs> and, and it was like, you know, it was like telephone quality. It was not, it wasn't, it was before even MP3. I think I recall saying something like, even though the sound is really bad, I think it's an amazing song. <laughs> What a time to be alive. I know. This is what Malcolm is sending us to. Yeah, that's he wants you to be able to watch community television 10 seconds at a time. Now, speaking speaking of community television being buffered, we did get a message from uh, from Sammy from Reservoir Reservoir Reservoir. It's Reservoir. Sorry. No one says Melbourne and oh, we do sorry. not say Reservoir. I'm from, I'm from Tasmania. And we don't say Launceston in Tasmania, it's right? It's Launceston. That's or right. Lonnie. Or anyway. Inceston, if you're <laughs> Adam Richard. Hello, Tassie listeners. We still love you. Um, Sammy says, from Rezo, says, uh, as an ex-president of Bent TV, the one thing that will be a great loss is having the Channel 31 studios to film the content to put to air. Where will many community groups film when there is no community TV or get funding? I certainly didn't vote for Mr. Rabbit and his merry band. <laughs> and another vote from me as a long-time listener of your fabulous show on the most amazing community radio station. Love your work. Kiss, 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 Aww. kiss, kiss. Aww, Aww Sammy. Yes, I was once a president of Mint TV. I think everyone's had a turn. Have you had your turn? <laughs> no. <I've actually laughs> better get in quick. Take, right? take a deli number. <laughs> now serving number to, 26. I wanted to be like Eddie Maguire and give myself a game show and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. No, I didn't. Wait. Yeah. No, that... Oh. Why do we have a game show on Joy? A call-in game show? How you know who would that be? Who'd be really good at that? The Daltons. Oh. <gasps> or Gene. Should. Oh, yeah. He's the trivia king, isn't he? He is the king of trivia. Well, he's the queen of trivia. <laughs> now, mm. that track is, oh, yes. is particularly excellent. If you are a bit of a fan of music, um, and if you're a fan of U2, you may have found that there was a surprise waiting for you. And if you're not a fan of U2, you may have also found there was a surprise waiting for you. Assuming you have an iTunes account. And is that kind of like up? the surprise that one of your pets might leave under the coffee table? No, that's a U-turd. That's different. <laughs> This is okay. So, as as well as a new iPhone and a new watchy thing, and um, and some some exciting news, everybody with an iTunes account mm. can now download the new U two album for free. Nothing. They made it a massive gratis part of the ending because they they typically do for big, particularly for big announcements at Apple. They they have a a, a band on at the end to mm. um, you know sort of lighten up the mood and say, hey, go out, go forth, and buy our products. Right, and they've done it with U2 before, so you've, if you remember there was that U2 branded iPod that came with some of their music for free. Oh, was that the red one? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Not, the, not the Project Red one, but the other one, I but think. There, there, was was this, there was this really awkward sort of conversation between Tim Cook and, uh, what's his name, Bono? Bono. Bono. That guy. Bono. Um, what's his name? Paul. With actual <laughs> name is. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That Irish chap. <laughs> with, with the sunglasses on and everything. And it's like, uh, you know, this is kind of tried to be natural, but not really. Uh, it's, it's quite, um, I don't know, it produced anxiety. in <laughs> Rock stars and nerds have never really been. <laughs> They've never gone hand in hand. But yeah, so they offered uh, they offered their latest, their newest offering of an album to every iTunes and subscriber. People are freaking furious about it. <laughs> yeah, oh. Internet lit up with <laughs> "Don't do that. this to me." <laughs> yeah, you know, warning: do not download the iTunes update. It contains a U two album. 
What is with that? Like I a Trojan horse. I don't quite understand the outrage. That, when did you two become so incredibly offensive? Isn't it just now, like old-fashioned and old people? I think people? because this U is short for ubiquitous. We should also point out that Donna hasn't actually listened to any music released after New Year's Eve 1999. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so, that when I found you in the toilet? That might be. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Having a little nine eyes oh. at about ten pm. <laughs> Too many cupcakes. I like Short having Adam on the show. <laughs> we get to find out so much about Donna. I have put Donna to bed on so many New Year's <laughs> Eves before midnight. <laughs> Adam, stop it! Year we drank. We decided Don't. that Uzo and raspberry was the best drink ever. <laughs> I do not remember that of night. Of course you don't. I, was, I, think, I think we're all 14 once. <laughs> She's 22. Now, <laughs> if, you are, if, if you are not a fan of, of having this album, or, you know, and as well, because it syncs with your phone and it takes up a bit of room and all that stuff and maybe you just don't want it, um, there are a few different things that you can do. Um, it's stuck to your iTunes account and it's stored in the cloud and you can still delete it off your phone. Mm, it's very hard to, though. Is it? It just keeps on coming right. back. It keeps it's, turning up. So, Here's what you can do, or if you've got any other embarrassing purchases that you might have made, like, um, you know, you, you had a, a big night and you're feeling a bit maudlin and you've got a few trashy <laughs> tunes that you don't want anyone to know anymore, you can do this anyway. So you can go to the iTunes store, click on the uh, click on the purchase link, and you'll see a whole list of all the things that you've bought, and then you can just delete them from there. Oh. Imagine. Now, you can still get them back if you change your mind. Yeah, re-download them. Yeah, but it stops it from syncing. Um, and you can also make sure that it doesn't automatically download it on a PC by um, just actually deleting it from the library and then hide the album after it says, do you want to? Oh. So that's okay, I guess. How painful, though. It's really annoying. I'm, I'm worried because I have, like, because my Android phone, I've got this music manager thing that anything I add to my iTunes on my Mac goes into my phone. Right. And now... Now I'm going to get. Now I'm going to have Android U2. Android U2. <laughs> I'm still mystified I'm, as to I'm why hidden. there's so much out, outrage, though. It's like someone's given you something for free. Why? Just if you don't want it, just ignore it. It's well, like think about it though. It's not. It's, it's like if someone gave you Foxtel, like oh. just came to your house and installed it. Yeah, I suppose. And you that don't, would make me cranky. I, yeah, you don't like Rupert. No. Uncle Rupert no. and his products. No. And some people feel are like really... that about you too. Yeah, some mm. people feel like that about you too. Well, think about it as well. What what Apple giveth, giveth like a for massive free. <laughs> what, what they do for free, though, they can also take away. So if, I mean, what I'm thinking of is, you know, what if, what if I don't know, what if Tim and Bono have a fight or something like that? Oh. And, uh, and then they take away that music. And I mean, if you're really liking it, and that's already happened. You know, people have decided that they don't want their books on, yes. on Amazon. The anymore. George Orwell one was, fan, was, was delicious irony and uh, <laughs> and disappeared, right? And this is the sort of thing where if you do have a, a, you know, a device or whatever, if Apple just decides to give you content, then Apple can just decide to take it away. And I think that's reminded a lot of people of that. So, stop putting stuff on my phone. Well, yeah. You know what? You signed the thingy. Yeah. yeah. yeah you clicked okay to that. This is the you thing, though, the isn't it? I mean, conditions with button. Apple, Facebook, Google, these are massive. Uh, uh, Amazon is also kind of in this in this gang these massive corporate entities who are providing delivering um services and content and you've got to be part of the gang to really to play the game that's right But likewise you know the other side of it is that you've also got to play by their rules mm. and yep. they own it you don't whereas in the olden days we had books and cds and now, things this is this is a bit of a problem with stuff like comics as well isn't it, it yeah it is 
like the big main companies, uh, DC and Marvel, both release you know digital things through Comixology and their own websites and various other apps and things like that. But just recently, a whole lot of companies have gone. You know what? We don't want to come to a day where you don't have access to your comics anymore, and you can now if you're if you buy Image Comics or Dynamite Comics or a whole bunch of other smaller, more independent. Uh, Producers, they will give you a DRM-free PDF or a, the preferred comic format, which is the CBZ, which is right. essentially a zip file with the images in order. Yeah, but is that like Comic Book Zowie? No, it's Comic Book Zip. <laughs> There's CBR, which is Comic Book Ra, and Comic Book CBZ, which is Comic Book Zip. For sure. Um, but yeah, so you can now download a backup version via Comixology. If you've paid for them with Comixology, you can yep. keep one. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, so I would suggest if you do have the iTunes Mm. and everything is living in the cloud, you might want to buy yourself a little hard drive. Maybe back up all your bits and pieces. Download everything you own. Pop it onto your external hard drive for that one day when Apple decide you can't have it anymore. Right. (laughs) So you've got yourself a hard copy somewhere that you own. Mm. Just, yeah, because that, that was one of my one issues with the... Like, I love reading digital comics. And my favourite is um, 2000 AD, which comes out every week with Judge Dredd, which has been DRM-free and available online since 2007. And their their parent company, Rebellion, owned Clickwheel, which was one of the first ever uh, online platforms for reading comics. But, uh, yeah, like when Comixology came along, it was bought by... it was Everyone got quite upset because it was bought by Amazon... And uh, Amazon don't like to give Apple any money. So they oh, no. <laughs> deleted everyone's comics out of their app. <gasps> yeah. uh, so you, like, it just updated overnight one day, as, as the Apple apps do. And you went to your Comixology and there was nothing in there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you've sh- got to click on the button and go to the thingy and, and the get it. Sh- and the shop was gone. And you had to, yeah, you had to... Did you have to rebuy it? You didn't have to rebuy it. You could re-download everything. But uh, you no longer could buy through the app. You had to go to the website and buy it and then download it through the app. So it was like a 14-step process. And, uh, yeah, some people got very annoyed. Android, you can still buy through the app. Um, And you can also, if you've got an Amazon account... Like, in the last few months, they've updated it. So, you just click on your Amazon ID and it'll buy it through whatever you've, whatever payment method you're using for Amazon. So, they've kind of streamlined it that way. But, yeah, if you're with Apple, you lost everything overnight and you had to re-download everything. It was quite a nightmare. Just and they're tedious. scandalous, but this is the reality of what those closed systems are all about. Yeah. They, they control the environment, they make the rules, you've just got to live by them. So, yes. It doesn't even have to be a closed system for that to happen, though. It just no. takes, like, for the convenience that you get of something being stored, you know, somewhere, cloud. even if it's, you know, with the most loving intentions by the most lovely people. I mean, this happens all the time. That's with, you true. Know, code repos and stuff like that. People just go... I'm just not going to work on it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> quite, it's quite true. And, and we, you we have rely to... on these things and we don't actually necessarily contribute to them. There are a whole bunch of free services that we're all taking for granted. And yeah. they say that, you know, if you're not paying for it, you are the service. So, you know, you're being sold your details. Mm. But like the flip side, and yes, there's that equal dark side in, in open source is that someone might be building a piece of software in their free time and suddenly go, hey, I don't have any free time anymore. They stop building that piece of free software. And, you know, if you haven't been part of that, 
you know actively part of it, then it's just as gone. Yes, as and, not, and not everyone has the skills because that's the other that's the other thing about open. So, oh, well, just fork it and just work on it yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, not everyone can do that or that's wants right. to do that. But it even exactly. happens with big companies like Google. Like for when I was working in breakfast radio, I used Google Reader every mm. day to collate all my news feeds to get on my celebrity gossip. Gonski. And yeah, one day Google just went. Now we're not doing that anymore. can't can't be bothered we can't make money out of it we don't want it and it just stopped Mm. and you know there's there's a few alternatives but yeah it's you have to it's kind of gone a bit like flash yes oh Oh. that's a good thing to go right (laughs) yes Sometimes heard, it's a good thing. You had heard my boyfriend trying to explain to his parents in China how to download Flash the other day, oh. <laughs> so they could watch something. Is that even it's possible? Sti- it's still big in China. Oh, is it? I think everything still runs on Flash. So, so it's Windows XP, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? X appearance. That's right. It is a quarter past one here on Joy ninety four point nine on a bumper size techno gaze, and there's going to be a little bit more right after this. Techno gaze. <laughs> it's 16 minutes past one. All right. 16 minutes past one here on Joy 94.9. I mean like, business. Raina means business. Now, um, speaking of business, hands up in the studio who uses Grinder. Uh, I have. Uh, you have in the past? I have, yes. Used, I, I've well, used many of the... Uh, I, call the I call it the Poof-to-Net. <laughs> <laughs> the online dating applications. <laughs> There's like 14 of them. Are, <laughs> the they, are they inter-networked, the different Poof-to-Nets? No. no. one Poof-to-Net with lots There's of different <laughs> alleyways? Yeah, Grindr, when Grinder first started, it was all people my age and my size. Mm. And now it's ex- almost exclusively like 17-year-olds. <laughs> And then there's Scruff, which is twinks who've got facial hair. <laughs> um, oh, come on. Give us give us the rundown on the 14 different in- poofed interwebs. What's well, the different Oh, there's segments? Yeah, there's, there's Grindr, there's, there's Scruff, there's Growler. There's, and there's some, there's some that are just, you have them installed on your phone, but it's essentially just a link to a website. <laughs> <laughs> they install as an app. The Gator app or something like yeah, that. Yeah, things like that. Um, Grindr, of course, made news, and we talked about it last week. Yes. Um the uh, the privacy breach. Oh. So a guy figured out how to get information from the Grindr servers and make uh, it available on a mapping service that therefore could locate oh. individual profiles. A stalking app. Mm. Right. So the, the concern, of course, was that you you when you sign up to Grindr, you have a, a how many meters away you are from yeah. the next person. But yeah, that's close enough. You couldn't necessarily figure out exactly no. where. You could start walking around and try to be smart about it. But what it, bar no. is that fellow lurking in? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find this out. This guy's in the building. I'm just going to go up and down the lift until he gets in. <laughs> <laughs> Right, except with this website, you know, which which sounds okay in theory, but then you get to places like Iran or whatever where maybe yeah, you don't no. want to be able to individually identify gentlemen. So mm. it's been a bit of a or worry. Or the Sudan that one. where you get a prison. That's right. We were a bit concerned about Griner's response to this as well because they basically said, well, it's a feature of the app that you can display your um, your distance from the next person and it's a really important feature of the app. Therefore, there's nothing much we can do about it apart from the... Just the turn it off. Just turn the whole thing turn off. Turn the distance off. But Which is kind of one of the most important bits of the app, right? Mm. Surely, if you, even if you've turned the distance off... There are still ways to figure yeah. out how far away, because the other aspect of, of Grindr in particular, and most of the other apps work this way as well, is it you, you're in relation, you're positioned on the screen in relation to other people who also have 
uh, around you. So mm. if, if you are one kilometre away and the next person is 1.1 kilometres away, you've turned your distance off, but the person who's 1.1 kilometres away has not. Yeah. So they're still showing it. So you can infer that you are still one kilometre away. Yeah. This is a of version of sort of triangulation, trilateration, mm. saying that you can... You can um, calculate where that person is based on the surrounding. Yeah, yeah. So you just you go stand in one spot. It says you know Mark is eight hundred meters away, and then you stand in another spot and it says Mark is two hundred meters away, and then you stand in another spot and it says Mark is this many meters away. And when you use the list of people who might be near you, and you've got a, an accomplice as well, you can actually do. Oh, those an, accomplice. An, an accomplice. I love an accomplice. Mm. A or you could possibly spoof the information and somehow tell well, the grinder service that this is what you're doing. I mean, there's there's, there's ways of, of things figuring you can out. Do. But, but you have to actually try. It's not like a website where any old dude can just jump on and go, mm, where are my nearest mm, friends? You mm, know, like. Mm. And so some very um, endeavoured person decided to put this on a, on a mapping system like Bing yeah. or, or one of those open street maps or whatever, and suddenly everyone could just view where everyone else lived. Or, right. Or oh, and it was really detailed. So as well as places where it's, you know, obviously dangerous to be out, um, there are other places where, you know, maybe it's not dangerous to be out in your country, but maybe you're not ready to be out yet. So if you're walking around, say, I don't know, Parliament House, mm. well, what for if example. You've got, what if you've got a, an, or the MCG. A, an abusive ex-partner who you're trying to hide exactly. from? Exactly. Like, so many things. Oh, yeah, privacy issues are privacy issues, full stop. Now, there's a fellow from Scruff yes. who uh, jumped on the internet to um, explain a little bit more about, about what's going on because obviously that's kind of interesting mm. for, for all of these apps. I guess he, he was concerned for his users because, like Adam yeah. pointed out, a lot of people who are on Grindr are also on Scruff. And, and, and so Grindr so. has, a lot of, uh, has a lot of teenagers on it. Like, it's mm. a lot of, yeah, not... Quite prob- probably haven't told their parents. <laughs> yeah, um, and and so the scruff guy actually uh, got on and said they've they've addressed this particular problem, particularly around the ability to to posi- because of the you know the way that the app works in, in positioning your profile next to people mm. who are closer or further away. Um, if you turn your distance off on the scruff app, it still randomizes the the experience in that respect. So it yeah. m- you might be a few profiles down the list. Yeah. Yes. If you you know compared to where you're actually at, so they and they actually thought about this about a year ago. They they built right. this into their system about a yeah. year ago. So there's clearly some some thought and and it's pretty clever. So if you are at the MCG with fifty thousand other people, mm. right, then there's enough density there that they don't have to randomise it too much. But if you are in I don't know Launceston, for example, <laughs> mm-hmm. where there's three other people, right? Well, I don't know, but you, know, <laughs> you could be in the middle of the city or whatever. Maybe it's not a busy day, so they randomise it a little bit more so that they actually spread it out on distance, which makes you a little bit safer and. In, Relational in to to how many people are around you, basically. exactly. And so, even if you are in the middle of nowhere, you could actually be randomised to the middle of somewhere else. You know, nowhere as like it's it's actually a pretty smart way of doing it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's actually it's a pretty interesting read. So um, jump on your favourite search engine and look for that story. I'd say. Yeah. Scruff's response to Grinder. Yep. Lots to learn from this kind of stuff. I think we're still coming to grips with the impact these kinds of technological conveniences can actually have. Yeah, and again, lives. it is the convenience versus your, your safety, your privacy, your, or your ability to keep your comics or whatever. Like, I, I do love that we, as a, as a gay community, have started this whole you know trend of, of GPS dating. And now the straight people have taken over with their Tinder. Yes. Although it, you know, it's been going terribly wrong, it seems, now that the straight people are allowed to do it. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember there being any news stories of people being killed because they hooked up on Grinder, But Tinder, yeah. all sorts of terrible things I, have been happening. 
Yeah, it's still siloed too. Like I don't yeah. think many of the gays get on to Tinder, for example, and and meet up with people there. I don't know. Oh no, I know people who do. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's a. Uh, it's, like the- it's yeah. They're kicking closet doors open all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we I think we touched on it a little bit last week in that. Um, Using technology for ill um, is in in these sort of social media ways of, is actually using it to stalk and surveil people that mm. um, you know or being stalked and surveilled is is a really significant problem and and one that's not really getting that much attention. Most no. of the time we talk about stuff is around the the fun and the hype and mm. the mm-hmm. connection and the positivity, but there really is a very a dark side. And I think the scruff um, grinder stuff really taps into that. Mm. I had a weird thing last night. I went out to dinner with uh, a couple of friends who were on television as well. And drop, 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 I drop. I didn't, I didn't say limo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I is yeah. he on Tinder? No, <laughs> but I got there was a like while I was having dinner, a tweet came up saying, "Oh, nice to see Adam having dinner at you know this restaurant that I was at." And I was like, "God, oh, that feels really? weird. Yeah. It feels weird, like that." You know, I have to wear a hat and dark glasses or something <laughs> to go out and have dinner. Trench coat. Like Adam. I get it; it's my own fault for being on TV. But <laughs> but it does feel weird that you know someone can say, "Oh, I saw you there," and it's like, "Well, I don't know who you are." Yeah. Seeing right. me, having and I dinner. don't know how many people you know who just read that. Who yeah. might be like, mm, interesting. Well, if it was tweeted, then everyone that follows your name would perhaps be able to if find I retweeted it. Oh, oh if okay. you've got yeah. if you've got a stalker list, what? Mm. I did this I morning. I waited until. The next day. Oh, it's a little bit of anonymity there. Yeah, I didn't want to do it at the time. But it was just was weird at the time. It's like, oh, so anyone who follows him, who know, or anyone who just searched my name on the internet would auto- automatically know where I was having dinner and could come and... Was it a nice meal? It was really quite delicious, good. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the main thing. That is Why the can't thing. they tweet about the meal? <laughs> <laughs> they do. I've, I've seen enough. A certain television personality is enjoying just a lovely... Just ate this with a photo. <laughs> 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 and then the entrails, that would be awful. Just, but yeah, that's it's it. It is a weird thing. Anyone can find you anytime. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not real good. Yeah, I, I think we've we've probably run to the end of our our stint. We haven't actually <laughs> run out of things to say again, no, as yeah. usual. Even though we do have an extra <laughs> half a thing, um, we, we are going to talk about scarf guy. We are going to talk about scarf guy after a bit of a break, are we not? I well, let's let's. Talk about scarf him now. <laughs> scarf guy. All right, let's talk about him now. Sorry, I'm not really sure what the timing situation is scarf like. Scarf guy. We, we scarf guy. Okay, so as well as, you know, new phones and a new watch and, you know, Tim Cook looking proud as punch and all the rest of it, um, scarf guy was probably <laughs> probably the, the other thing that everyone was talking about, probably even more than you two. This is Guy. He was playing a game to show off the iPhone 6's new whoop de doo graphics mm-hmm. and he had like this purple infinity scarf and he looks like Fabio. Discuss. Discuss. <laughs> An infinity scarf. Is it... I, I don't understand the infinity scarf. I, I'm looking at his photograph and I'm just kind of pondering about the expression on his face. I mean, he's holding a phone, he's playing a game and he has that, you know, that... That gamer intensity. But then he's he got looks this, like floppy hair and scarf. <laughs> and it's, he looks like a Renaissance saint, seriously. Like, look at the pic, look, look at him and then look at a picture of, you know, Saint whoever's bloody whatever. It's so odd. And then he his like, shirt is so normal and boring. Yeah. It's the just, scarf is There's odd. a lot going on here. A, scarf's indoors. Why? It's not cold. <laughs> um, hey, it could be. He was judging it up, right? He was Jewish. in front of every like, Apple fanboy in the entire universe. But Infinity Scarf, isn't Infinity Scarf not just... 
Isn't it a turtleneck jumper without sleeves? It's a cow. <laughs> oh, was it, was it like a nod back to Steve with the turtleneck? Maybe. Oh. It, was a big, it was a big Steve Jobs. <laughs> okay, now his, his, real name, his real name is Tommy Krull and he works for uh, Super Evil Megacorp. Right. And he's the CTO. That's the real name of that place. Super, Super evil. That's funny. Really? Right. But Maybe he will, he's funny. He could be funny, but he will always be forever remembered as that guy with the scarf. Is he is he now the Apple version of that that Aussie guy with the drop crotch pants who yes. was on Reddit? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. The hipster The hipster who had a bit too much going on downstairs to wear normal pants. <laughs> According oh, that's to right. him. That's right. <laughs> I love that there was a headline on news.com.au saying, you know, this this man was called uh, a wanker by Reddit. And I'm thinking, <laughs> if news.com.au were going to put a headline up every time Reddit calls someone a bad name, <laughs> they're be not going to have to do any more news ever again. <laughs> Indeed, we have reached the end of, <laughs> of, of our time here. And, uh, this very special extended version of, of Techno Games. It's Thank like, you for it's like those economy pack. Records, yeah, we're we're like the iPhone six plus. <laughs> 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 can't fit all of us in your hand. Now coming up, we do have Fender Bender. Mm, the uh, boys. I, I hear you can't fit them in your hand either. No, just quietly. But you could probably pile them into the back of a Volkswagen. I don't know. <laughs> they probably have. There'd be like some <sighs> test drive that they've done. I'm sure. So amazing. Um, Thank you, Mark, for pushing all the magical buttons. No worries. Having a fantastic time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. It's for been your fun. Sunny disposition and <laughs> wonderful stories. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Donna, as always for the giggles. Thank you, Wayne, and and the facts. And uh, I'm I'm certainly happy to be here. Um, no news after us for a change, so no. not much to report there. Although we can say that it's going to be a top of 19 degrees, so. Chuck yep. some sunscreen on. It's a good it day to be nice outside. Currently 17.3 degrees. That's right. Of course, if you want to catch up on this show or any previous episodes, you can do so by checking out our podcast. Joy, you sure can. Joy.org.au slash technogaze. Yes. Um, all the other techno, uh, all the other podcasts are uh, available on the Joy website as well through uh, Stitcher, through iTunes. Yep. Well, we hope you have a good weekend. Um, stay tuned. Of course, Critical, Critical Hit will be on after Fender Bender at 3 o'clock. Oh, Amazing gaming show on Fantastic. Joy. Um, yeah, so hope you have an excellent weekend. Indeed. We'll catch you next week. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.